Do you ever wonder why we worship the way we do? Why churches are run the way they are? And why on earth do we still trust the Bible as the word of God? Join us as we study church history, as we study the Bible, and as we study just a little bit of everything in between. Welcome to Back in the Day with Pastor Clay. Hey, how are you doing today? Welcome to Back in the Day with Pastor Clay. Now, typically when we talk about a figure in church history, we have to talk about the heroes of church history. But what if today we switch things up and today we talked about someone who is viewed as uh, an antagonist? Today, I want us to ask the question, what are we really striving for in life? And today we're going to examine Johann Tetzel or Johannes Tetzel. His German name was more often pronounced. And if you're familiar with church history at all, you know that Johannes Tetzel was one of the greatest antagonists and what really prompted and launched the Protestant Reformation. Johannes Tetzel was born in 1465 and he would go on to be an inquisitor and uh, he would serve all of these great roles. But the, ma the major role that he would become known for is his selling of indulgences. But that is much later. He was born in Pyrenees, Saxony, and he studied theology and philosophy at Leipzig University. And he would go on to enter what was known as the Dominican Order. Now, the Dominican Order was a Catholic uh, mendant order, uh, really a pontifical rite founded in France by the Spanish. And, it, and what it was, was instead of the church existing in its walls, there were a growing number of what they knew, what they called was the Dominican order that would go and they would travel and they would preach. And so it came into being in the Middle Ages when men of God were no longer expected to just stay in their cloisters. They were able to travel, they were able to do more. And so uh, they would travel around and they would preach uh, their gospel and they would, they would try to convert, especially to Catholicism. And so uh, Johanna Tetzel would, would, would join the Dominican order in 1489. He would achieve some success as a preacher. And in, and in 1502, he would be commissioned by Giovanni de' Medici, who was a cardinal, and also Pope Leo X, uh, to preach the indulgence. And this was where things really in, in Johannes Tetzel's life would change. And so what I love about this is he, he joined at a young age. He became a talented preacher. He rose quickly through the ranks, becoming a leading member in this order. And he became the commissioner of uh, the preaching of indulgences. Well, even in Germany, the practice of preaching of indulgences became a very controversial thing. People were often against it. People were trying to say, you know, it, it doesn't work. And uh, even in even in Johannes Tetzel's time, there were people that were saying the selling of indulgences went against what main Catholic beliefs believed. But that wasn't 
where it, things ended. And of course, you know, at this time, Martin Luther would get involved and things would uh, kind of, you know, change. But uh, Yetzel overstated a Catholic doctrine in regards to indulgences for the dead. He had this uh, couplet attributed to him. As soon as the gold in the coffer rings, the whole the, the soul from heaven springs. And so it, this very quoted thing that Johannes Tetzel would say uh, was by no means a, an official statement of the Catholic Church, but Tetzel was good at what he did. Now, if you've ever had to buy a car or you've ever been in a position with a very pushy car salesman, you may understand this uh, this uh, position that, that Tetzel gets to. But what I love out of this for Johannes Tetzel is he so he was so good at it, but even he didn't fully believe it. And, and when you can preach so convictionately and something you don't even believe, uh, we have false teaching. We have all these things that happen in America. And it, and it, and it kind of reminds me uh, a little bit of, of what's happening. And so Johannes Tetzel would travel from town to town and sell his indulgences. And we often think that he re resembled like the 1800 newspaper salesman, but more likely his, uh, his sales tactics involved very flagrant theatrics. He would have an entire production happening as he would sell these indulgences to people. And of course, you know that when he came to Wittenberg, uh, in Martin Luther saw what would happen. It would, it would. Martin Luther was a professor of theology at the University of Wittenberg, and uh, when he saw these indulgences being sold, it, 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 it challenged Luther, which Luther had already been challenged several times before then. And this was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back, because this is what spurred Luther to write his 95 thesis and, and nail them to the church at Wittenberg. And we're going to have a different episode where we're going to go through the life of Martin Luther, and that will probably contain a multiple episode uh, event. But Tetzel was one of Luther's main targets that he would go against. And as we look at the, the, the history of Johannes Tetzel's life and his ministry and everything that that, that he was a part of, um, he, he was good at what he did. And he was so good at what he did. He raised so much money for the church. And so the church just gave him free reign to do whatever he wanted to do. And that was where really Johannes Tetzel would mess up because he, again, his flagrant, uh, open show uh, showmanship and, and and proclaiming of the indulgences was what set Martin Luther off and what we look at is began the uh, the Protestant Reformation uh, he was also condemned uh, even though later uh, for or immorality when uh, he had he was discovered that uh, Karl Malutzes had accused him of perpetrating fraud an embezzlement and uh, all this was happening where uh, he all this weight was carried against Johannes Tetzel and eventually 
Tetzel would go on to die in Leipzig in 1519. And uh, Tetzel at this time had fallen into such utter disrepute and we were shunned by the entire public. And what I don't want you to miss is Tetzel and Luther had been bitter enemies the entire time. And, and so when we have the, the, the nailing of the, uh, the, the, uh, the nailing of the thesis in, in uh, the, the nailing of the 95 thesis and, and everything that happened in, in 1517 by Martin Luther, by the time of 1519, Luther wrote Tetzel on his deathbed and he gave him this beautiful scripted thing about how he should be not troubled. Uh, but after his death, he, he would go on, he would have an honorable burial, even though he was in, in very ill repute. He was very hated. He, he was very not well liked, especially uh, in Leipzig. Um, and, and so when we have positions like Luther that are, are people like Tetzel that come out and Luther challenges him, it's amazing to see how quickly things would change. And this is why, you know, Tetzel's legacy is is, is, is is a subject of much debate because some see him as a corrupt salesman. Some see him as a man who is dedicated to what he believed. And some see him as an embezzler, as a as a trickster, as a uh, uh, a, uh, a car salesman kind of person. But regardless of how you view Tetzel, you have to admit that he had a lot of influence and a lot of power. And he did, he did use that for uh, the for the church, even though, you know, he was a little confused. And so when it comes to, you know, debating indulgences and really Tetzel in general, uh, Martin Luther used a slew of things. And as I was reading a couple days ago in First Timothy, I came across this and uh, I'm just going to begin and read in, chat, in verse one of chapter two. It says, first of all, then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and for all who are in high positions that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good and it is pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires that all people be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. And see, this is where you know, we want to say this Unitarian effort. Well, okay, God loves everybody. God wants everybody to be saved. And this is true. God's desire is that none should perish. But this is where sin got in the way in verse 5. For there is one God and there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ, who is Jesus. And this is where everything changes. He gave himself as a ransom for all which the testimony is given at the proper time. This is what I love. When we come to talk about Johannes Tetzel, Tetzel didn't have authority. He was granted authority by Giovanni de' Medici. He was granted authority by Pope Leo X, but they didn't have the authority to grant forgiveness because there is only one God. And there is only one mediator between God and man. And that man is Christ Jesus. That man is the man who went to the cross, who took the sin upon himself, who in the midst of everybody with everybody staring said, young man, your sins are forgiven to the paralyzed man. 
and sent the crowd into hysterics. And he said, which is easier for me to tell him that his sins are forgiven or for me to tell him to get up and walk, but that you may know that I am the son of God. Get up, pick up your bedroll and walk out. And the paralyzed man who had never walked before rose, grabbed his stuff and left. You see what I love? is Johannes Tetzel didn't have authority, and that's what Martin Luther challenged. He said the Pope didn't have authority. He didn't have authority. Only Christ had authority to forgive sins. And this is where we, as, as, as Christians, we as Protestants, we rest and we love and we need the saving grace of Jesus because it is in faith alone, by grace alone, through Christ alone, that we have salvation. We believe in the authority of scripture. And that was where Martin Luther challenged Johannes Tetzel, was on the basis of what he found in scripture. You know, we could feel bad about things all day long. We could could say, well, you know, that's not necessarily how I would do it. But unless we can back it up in scripture, our opinions do not matter. They really do not matter in the slightest, but what does matter is scripture. So I hope you've enjoyed learning a little bit about Johannes Tetzel this week or Johann Tetzel. Uh, What I love about Tetzel's life is it spurs such a wonderful movement from Martin Luther, not just Martin Luther. Martin Luther would say, Oftentimes, am I the only one wise? Why is no one paying attention to what is happening, the the fallacies that are happening in the church? And, And Martin Luther didn't believe that he was starting anything significant. He was simply trying to help the church at Wittenberg stop the the purchasing of indulgences or things that he believed were unbiblical and to use them more biblically and, and face themselves more biblically in a place where they would understand the true grace of God. So I hope you have a fantastic week this week, and we will see you next week.